You're with Richard Glover on ABC Radio Sydney. Are you one of our regular students for Self-Improvement Wednesday? Each week you get to learn something new. You listen this week, the amazing world of the leaf-curling spider. You might even have one of their leaves in your backyard or balcony. Your teacher is Dr Jess Marsh, archaeologist at Murdoch University. Uh, Dr Marsh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Richard. Now, these are the spiders that you might see peeking from a curled-up leaf, right? That's right, yeah. So these spiders... um, make a kind of curled up leaf that's shaped like a pyramid and they put this in the center of their web um, and so often you notice the the leaf first and then if you look closely you can see the spiders they'll often sit with their front legs hanging out of this leaf so it's it's protective i, I suppose is it? it's it's providing a little kind of shell to protect them from birds and so forth that's absolutely right. So these spiders are members of the orb-weaving spider family, and you've probably seen orb-weaving spiders. They often come out at night in big webs, and they'll hang there waiting for flies or anything to fly into their web. Now, those spiders, whilst they're in their web, are really vulnerable to being eaten by birds or to being parasitized by wasps. And so these leaf-curling spiders have got quite a clever way around this in that they stay in their leaves, which means that they're kind of hidden away from these predators and these wasps that might try and get them. And this means they can stay out in the daytime in the middle of their web and be ready for when that prey comes into their web and they can go and get it. Okay, go and pounce and then uh, crawl back into the relative, relative safety of their little leaf. How do they curl it? That's what I've always wondered. How do they do it? Yeah, no, it's it's a really good question. And it's actually really interesting how they do it. So these spiders uh, will go down to the ground and pick up usually a leaf, but they can also pick up bits of paper or snail shells. And they'll take it back up to their web and then they'll use their silk and their legs to kind of curl it into this kind of funnel shape. The cool thing is the young small spiders are not as strong as the big spiders. So they'll actually go for young green leaves that are much more easy to bend. Whereas the big adult spiders will go for kind of strong um, brown leaves, which takes a bit bit more force to bend, but they're a bit more protective as well. Okay, you have to choose carefully because if the leaf gets too brown, it gets it gets brittle and it would break up as you curled it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So they use a lot of silk to bind the leaves together, but I'm sure there must be a lot of breakages. Mm -hmm. Okay, here's the cute bit. They, for a time anyway, live in it together as a couple. Yeah, that's right. And it's it's actually really unusual in the spider world. I'm sure everyone's heard the stories of female spiders eating the males, which does happen. With these with this species, they the males and the females actually stay in the same curled up leaf. Um so the male will go into the leaf when the female's young and he'll wait there inside and they'll cohabit this leaf until she's ready to mate. Um and this is really quite unusual. Having said that, there are studies that have shown that sometimes the female will still eat the male, so it's a risky place to be. Ah, no gratitude is there. Uh, the, uh, when, when the female does manage to, 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 to have offspring, then she moves out? Well, what she'll do then is she goes to a bit of vegetation away from her web and there she'll make a nursery web for the eggs to go into. Now, the reason she'll put them away from the main egg 
uh, main net, uh, web is that these young spiders, when they emerge, will actually be will be seen as prey by the the female spider, and so the the eggs are put far away in this little nursery nest, um, and then they can hatch out, and the young spiders will disperse and go and find their own leaves and um, yeah make their own webs. So she puts them away to protect themselves, to protect them from herself. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. There's quite in, quite a lot of spiders that you'll find that the young spiders live in very different places and habitats to the adult spiders, mainly because they are a prey source, and so it makes sense to have that separation. So your mum doesn't eat you. Mm, I thought I thought she was too busy eating the bloke. But there, yeah. you, there you go. What would determine whether they would eat the male? You said it's it's not it's it's not always. So is it is it a matter that uh, you know food is uh, there are no other food sources? I'm not entirely sure. I don't know they know for sure why a female would eat the male. I mean, if you think of it one way, if she's been fertilised and got eggs inside her and there's not much food around, then the male would represent a really good food source. And the better fed she is, the more viable, the more kind of chance of uh, surviving the young have. And so in a way, I think it might be to give her young and so his young the best chance in life, although he pays quite a big sacrifice for that. <laughs> you're, you're working your way up to saying he should be grateful as he's being, <laughs> as he's being swallowed down. Are they, in, terms of, um, in terms of humans, are they venomous? So these spiders, like most spiders, do have venom. So, yep, in that sense, they're venomous. But being venomous doesn't mean they are dangerous to humans. And um, reports and studies on bites show that it's a fairly mild bite. They're also um, not aggressive spiders, so they're not likely to bite. And in fact, they are really useful to have in our garden. So spiders are predators. They eat prey. And as such, they're kind of gardeners' friends. They'll eat a lot of the pests that may eat your plants. And with these spiders, because they do stick to their leaf, um, they represent very little threat to humans. They're, they're quite common, aren't they? I know they're common in Sydney because I've, I've seen them so often myself. Are they common throughout Australia? Yeah, absolutely. So they're found um, in every state and territory. Um, they are... Um, they, so they'll, they'll make their webs and hang their leaves in any kind of available space. So you often do see them in your backyard. And in fact, it's one thing, so a lot of people speak to me about, um, most people don't like spiders. I'll put it that way. Um, a lot of people are scared of spiders, which I completely get. Some of those people who are scared of spiders want to try and find ways to stop that fear and to try and grow through it. And I think leaf curling spiders are a really good example of a spider that can help with that. I think a lot of fear is driven by the unknown, by spiders being unpredictable. I think once you start actually looking at spiders and observing them, and because these are in people's backyards, it's very easy to do that. You can actually learn that they are, for one, predictable and not so scary, but they're also fascinating. The way that they share their that leaf um, and just the way that they go about things. Um, and so I think leaf curling spiders are really important to us because they eat our pests in the garden, because they have a really important role, but also because we can learn a lot from them. And I think in terms of self-improvement, if you want to try and get past a fear of spiders, 
then they're a great spider to start with. <laughs> yes, and uh, and if nothing else, uh, well, let's put the cannibalism aside, but if nothing else, there's the romance of them sharing that little leaf together with their partner and uh, and maybe even setting up a, a nursery leaf for the offspring. Uh, what a great lesson. Jess, thank you so much. Thank you. There's Thanks a, for having me on. Yeah, Dr Jess Marsh from Murdoch University. With her self-improvement lesson, The Amazing World of the Leaf Curling Spider, next week... More from uh, self-improvement. Michelle Arrow, Associate Professor in Modern History at Macquarie University with A History of Blue Hills, the ABC radio serial. That's our next Self-Improvement Wednesday. Drive on ABC Radio Sydney.